Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Well, <laughs> what is going on? Bam Slam family, Bam Slam podcast, back together again, the post-Christmas edition. <laughs> Two days before we welcome in 2022 and say good luck, get the F out of here. 2021, which we said about 2020, <laughs> we said that a year ago too. and we're still kind of the same. But Ali Rad is here, Ben is here. What's up, my friends? It How feels we doing? like we're just sliding right back into 2020. We are, doesn't totally, it? Yep. We got 500,000 new cases. I know, jeez Louise. I don't know who but the people aren't getting as what the right? name of the Greek man is who had to push the rock all the way up the hill. And Hercules, no, as soon as he got it almost to the top, it came rolling back and down. Rolling back down again. That's what we've done as far as the the COVID, and the Omicron, whatever it is, uh, variant. It, mm-hmm. I think it's a great way to say it. We slid and we're back. right back into twenty twenty. And it seems like Omicron and Delta are forming some. I don't know oh, yeah. super variant according yeah. to something I read today. I don't know. It's a little nuts. just wait for Megatron. That's coming. <laughs> no, That's so, coming. Like Megatron is totally coming. So no, we um. I'm over it. We were skiing the week before Christmas in Utah. And Utah is like, F you, Biden. Yeah, there's there's no mass mandate. There ain't nothing. Yeah, let's go, Brandon. There ain't nothing. Oh, my and God. Uh, Do you guys want... <laughs> we're going to lose half our audience. Let's not that's lose. okay. That's true. <laughs> um, and then, uh, you know, get back to San Diego with the mandate in effect until January 15th. Right before the Super Bowl, dude, I think <coughs> the California. Super Bowl might get moved. Don't yeah. you? Oh, <laughs> they might just move it to Vegas. No, they're not going to move it out wow. of LA. Too much money's been spent. Yeah, but it's only four hours away. But LA's not going to let them have a radio row. They're not going to let them do the big. There wasn't fan a radio experience. row last year either. Right? You think they want to do? I, the do radio row is a smaller part of it. That? I mean, last yeah. year it was in Florida. They didn't allow radio row. Right, but I mean the fan experience, the getting more people out there. I, I just don't know that it's going to happen in LA. I, and especially, what if it's a like a Florida team versus, I don't, someone not in California? They're gonna be like, masks? I thought it's, we left okay, these well, behind. Here, let's let's right now. Let's talk about this. It's probably going to be as it stands right now: the Green Bay Packers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. Okay. So, you, or the Bucks and the Chiefs, or some sort of combination. Okay. So, I don't know what Wisconsin has as far as mandate is concerned. I don't know what Missouri has. As far as mandate, I would uh, imagine it's concerned. not close to what California has. No, so if it, you know what, I think this is what's going to happen. Somebody, Al- somebody just did mandate outside too, though not uh, not California, but somebody today. Oh, um, Paris, maybe. Mm. Oh, f- some uh, somebody. It was some place in Europe mandated. Now it's also outside. Outside mass. See, that's yeah. where you just like mm, nope, <laughs> no, we oui, we. Oui. Flying, we flew on Delta mm. to Utah and back. Sure, it wasn't Omicron. It was Omicron Om- Airlines. Delta. Um, and remember, uh, if you're eating or drinking, put your mask on between sips and bites. Where they would used to say, if you're eating or drinking, you can have your mask down. Mm. Now it's take a bite. I really thought we were past everything, but we're back. There but we, we are. are back. Here well, we I go. think don't you think part of it is they don't want us to go back so far that people are. I I think a lot of it has to do with they don't want to lose the workforce. Yeah. So. Which is already being lost, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, and so, if people are sick and can't work, it could really 
cripple the economy, I guess. Can we go to a little happier topic real quick? So I handed you both our wedding invitations. Yes. That's on 2022. Wait. That's going to be a, a highlight of 2022. Goosebumps. Yeah, it's going to be in March. Can't wait. Uh, honeymoon, everything all planned. One thing that needs to be sorted is I'm a groomsman short. Uh-oh. Big man, you'd be a groomsman at my wedding? Are you serious? Come on, Big Blue Lou. <laughs> oh, of course. Dude. Oh, I'm honored. <laughs> he told me right when we were walking in. I will start crying. Well, I mean, I was thinking about it because I've been needing one for a while, and I was talking to my parents about it. I talked to Kendall about it. I talked to my brother about it. I was like, who? Like, trying to think, and I was like, all right, well, who's been my best friend since I moved to San Diego? Oh. And without a doubt, it's been you. Oh, so, Thank you so much. I'd be honored. All right. Now, uh, cough have... up 200 bucks for a suit. You and, got it. Uh, <laughs> Are we all wearing the same suit? Oh, yeah. Okay. Are we buying said suit or no, renting? No, it's a it's a rental, but I'm I'm buying all your ties. So imagine the fun at the bachelor party. Well, bachelor well, party thank already. Thank God happened. that's already been. <laughs> I think, oh, thank yeah, God it's already true. happened. That is amazing. Of course, of course, I would. Big blue Lou. Um, send me the. Uh, You'll have everything. Is we'll the be ready suit to go. place here in town? Yeah, or it's a men's warehouse. Oh, perfect. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Aww. I will. Uh, oh, that's that's great. Thank you very much. I'm honored. Thank you okay. for saying yes. Oh, absolutely. What if he said no? I know. How <laughs> awkward would that be? Like, oh, what's the date again? Um, <laughs> shit. <laughs> he would never say no to you. Just wait till you're walking down the aisle with like a 25-year-old, real Heck attractive, yeah, one of Kendall's up? friends. <laughs> Meg, Meg, yeah, you Meg, don't need to come. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She'd be like, you can have him. <laughs> Good God. Um. That is that is that is great. Thank you, thank you very much. And I hate to take us kind of back to the 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 Debbie Downer stuff we were talking about just a second ago, but we're talking about COVID and what it's doing to the NFL right now as far as the playoff outlook. I know. Okay, so listen, my Raiders big win this past week against the Broncos. Whatever, no big deal. But they're gonna get the Colts. Without Carson Wentz, maybe with Philip, maybe with Philip. Uh, at yeah. this point, it's probably too late to get Phil it's in for this week. Phillip. But next week, who knows? I mean, it's yeah. it's crazy how fast it goes. Um, my niece's boyfriend played like twelve years in the NFL, and, yeah. or ten year ten years between Cowboys and Raiders, and he signed with the Raiders uh, two days ago. For, and he, is he going to be playing this he's weekend? Playing this weekend? Wow! No shit. Yep, for um, for well. They signed him for the rest of the season. Yeah, so, what because position? They're linebacker, because they're so short. Yep. Uh, Kyle Wilbur. So, um, yeah. It's wild what ago. COVID is doing, because that's happening in the NBA now, too, where the NBA already, what, six, seven weeks into their season, have already had the most players ever play in a single season ever. And yeah. It's because of guys having to drop out because of COVID. So then a Jordan Shackle gets pulled up. Oh, uh, yeah. Whoever the old dude was for some team. Can't but it's a, a good opportunity, opportunity for those, some of, especially in the NBA, for some of those young guys to go prove themselves. I mean, I think totally. in the NFL, they're just signing anybody who's a free agent. Kyle hasn't played yeah, this anyone year. Anyone who can retiring. go hit. Yeah. And he's friends with, uh, who's the fill-in coach? Biasachi? Yeah. Biasachi? Very, very close. And so he called him and said, dude, I need you. That's awesome. Well, it's it's for some like for somebody who's a Raider fan like me, it's great. If you're a Colt fan, you're like, shit. You know, the Colts are rolling right now. And... Could probably still beat the Raiders without Carson Wentz because the running game and their right. defense. But you have to start looking at how it how it is going to affect seeding 
And well, and then once we're in the playoffs, and once we're in the playoffs, like, holy shit! Like, did you guys watch Ian Cook on Monday night last week? The Saints fill in quarterback when their top two went oh, down. Oh, book the, the kid the, from Notre yeah, Dame. Ian book, sorry. Oh my the kid god! From, right. So like the last twenty four games started by a Notre Dame quarterback in the NFL have all been losses, all the way back to Brady Quinn. <laughs> have like, they really? Yeah, it's like Brady <laughs> Brady Quinn to Sean Kaiser, and then this guy. The last twenty four straight starts from a former no Notre Dame quarterback. Way. But it's which is hilarious. But like. We can't have an Ian Book starting in the playoffs. Nope. Or any one of that caliber, because he does not belong on an NFL playing field. He did about as good as I could do. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. His I only just, play was run. Yeah, I really think, and this is not to get political at all, but the NFL needs to adopt the, if there's no symptoms, no testing. Absolutely. Because otherwise, like you're just going to have this all the time. Guys who aren't sick, guys who are fine, yeah. sitting at home in their basement watching games, I even agree. though they're not even affected by anything, because they're all vaxxed, they're all boosted, they're all exactly following just, everything they're supposed to do. But and and still, because as as mellow and mild as this variant is, it's unless you're not vaccinated. Unless you're not vaccinated. Mm. Um, you're, we're we're running from a, a really bad cold. We're running from the cold. Yeah, and at this point, flu. it's like I understand the argument that, well, they can get it then take it home to their families. Well, maybe for three weeks, for four weeks, NFL players don't get to be around their well, families. Well, that's what I was going to say. They can, that is that is the reason because yeah, of who are they going to take it home to yep. or go to the grocery store and grandma's next home in line yeah. or somebody's immunocompromised child. Right. And if that's your choice, don't see them. Right, it's 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 at right. a certain point. This is right. more important. Than You're used to making these sacrifices as a professional athlete. You do when training camp starts. Well, look what happened to the Chargers losing to the Texans this week, and, and it was Joey Bosa being loss. out, and all you know, well, yeah. he's unvaccinated. So it was so great. Um, <laughs> it was great. It was <laughs> I cannot, really great. I, I still, but shocking though, right? A yeah. Bit. I mean, even though they were, had a lot of people out, but that's why you do it if you're part of this team and it's your job. Maybe you should just get but vaccinated the, and the not Texans, be such a jerk. Like, wiped out times ten. Yes, they were they had eighteen people out. <laughs> and going into that they game, had so many people who it was their first time, including one of the Cuisinberry brothers from right. Wakasa Canyon. Um, they played against. Uh, it wasn't Scott. It was the other one. Oh no, shit! Yeah, and they played against each other. They played against each other. They showed him giving a pregame hug, and I then the it. other brother plays for the Titans. All three of them play, but the one for the for the Texans, it was his for the Houston. It, it was his first game. Get out of here. Yeah. See, and well, the, the kicker, too. There are bright First spots. NFL game. But ultimately, it gets back to the quarterback, right? Everywhere else, you can kind of absorb damage. If you're the Chiefs playing against the Bucks in the Super Bowl and Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady are asymptomatic sitting at home, no. bad for everyone. So let's see. Who would that be for the Bucks? Who's the backup on the... Oh, it's... Um, well, it's the kid from Florida, Kyle Trask, but also Blaine Gabbert's on the staff, too. Yeah, so it would, so. Be, it would be Blaine Gabbert or Kyle Trask versus Chad Henney. Yeah, bring it on. Oh! oh Super Bowl I mean, ratings. Some of the names, like even the Texans when, on Sunday... I was like, who's this guy? Davis. Davis Mills. He's actually yeah. been from, starting from Stanford pretty much yeah. all season. Yeah, he's been doing really well. But Mike Glennon's bastard son. <laughs> you see the neck on the guy? It's, Why does everybody it, talk about his neck? Because oh it's, it's ridiculous. It's so long. The poor guy went on Hard Knocks one time, and now everybody knows his name. They know his neck. They, they He looks like a freaking turkey vulture. He's like, oh, no, he does. <laughs> oh, my God. It uh, So... It's going to be interesting to see what they do, but I, 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 I fully am expecting 
that it's going to be major lockdown for NFL teams going in uh, as once it the playoffs should be. start. As it should be. Like, I, I remember towards the beginning of this whole pandemic, Jerry Jones rented out an entire hotel for all the Cowboys and said, all right, we're here. We're not leaving here. Right. Mm-hmm. Every owner should be doing that right now. Yeah, well... You know, Dean's thinking, how much is that going to cost me? Yeah, maybe maybe Airbnb. Yeah, is there a Motel 6? Well, then they're not even in the playoffs yet. I no. Mean, yeah, they might not make it. They need yeah. help from the Ravens and the Dolphins. Yeah. Who, by the way, Dolphins. Holy they've crap. They've won seven in a row. Yeah, I mean, they have had an easy-ass schedule, but coming up, they got the Titans and the Patriots to close out. Yeah, yeah but they're, they look pretty good well, right do. now. And they that, really you know, do. The defense coach. is cooking. That so they, they lost seven, and then they won seven in a row. So right? they won their first game against oh, the Patriots, yeah. yeah. and then they lost seven straight, then they won seven straight, and yeah. now they're in the playoffs if the season ended today. Brian Flores, coach of the year? Yeah, it'd be tough Possible. not to give it to LaFleur, knowing the offseason that they went through, and then yeah. still... Well, and what about Bel- Bill Belichick, too? Yeah, they've Taking kinda... in a, a rookie quarterback, and Absolutely. after last season not doing so well. They've just hit the skids the last couple of games. If he wins the last two, yeah, I don't see why not. Now, my jersey's in question. Thank you. Bills are back in the lead of the AFC yes, East. Yes, they Fuck. are. Great win. But how weird has that team been, too? Losing to the Jazz? So, they are so freaking the, the, up and but the down. Whole, the whole season, I feel like, has been this way. There's been a lot. I mean, minus maybe the Packers. It's or... what you want, though, right? If Not if oh, you're yeah. a fan, Dude. but if you're the NFL, you want just a big question mark going into the I think the there's games. still like 24 or 25 teams that are... Possible, uh, yeah. Possible to so be So as of last week, going into last week's games, there was only one playoff spot clinched. Now there's been six clinched with eight remaining. Going Damn. into the final two weeks of the season... Crazy. Well, and look at Cowboys, how great they started out. Oh, yeah. Then they lost to Broncos and Raiders and did horrible. And then they throttled the football team. Throttled. Embarrassed. That that franchise is a... I mean, they look like... They make the Raiders... They make the Raiders look like the Patriots. The football team? <laughs> the, the football team does. <laughs> what a friggin' shit show. That was show. embarrassing. They got some uh, common friends in the groups, too. Yeah, they really do. <laughs> You're right. But it well, does Rich Biasaccia get any no. for Coach of the Year? No. Because no. he didn't coach the first. And they also haven't really won a ton since he took over. But if, if they get to the playoffs? If they, maybe. I don't know. You got the Gruden thing, the Rudd's uh, thing. When is it? What point is it um, named? It's not after the It's Super a regular Bowl, season it? award. It's That's what I thought. But I, I think the playoffs go on, but it is a regular season award. Yeah. Because all 32 have to be included. There's there's a, a decent amount of guys who I think if they won it, you go, yeah. Well, I mean, I think totally deserving. up until two weeks ago or three weeks ago, Cliff Kingsbury would have been the duh, yeah, totally. obviously. But right, now right. they've hit the skid. So I, I love that the NFL is going into this tumultuous kind of question mark heading into the postseason. That right. game against Cowboys this weekend will be good. Cardinals, Cowboys, also yep. um, Bengals and uh, Chiefs. Bengals, yeah, that's going to be a good game that's too. Be Joe Burrow's on fire. You know, Joe Burrow has been the best statistical quarterback all season long. He's yeah. been on fire. He did uh, 525 yards last week. Costa, I, I seem to remember you and I did a full morning radio show saying how big of a bust Joe Burrow would be. <laughs> Really? <laughs> I don't remember that. Um, that was like what? That was pre me being there. By the way, right, athletic right. white kid out of LSU. Look at what everything he had out of LSU. He had yeah. wide receivers. He had running backs. He had blah blah blah. And then he gets to the NFL the and uh, proves slow. us wrong. It is slowing down so much for him, and he's just, um, you know, he's still getting 
he's still I think he's still the Bengals are second in sacks allowed or whatever, but he's not taking the big hits he took last year. So in the game where he was throwing for like 524, I think that was 525 last the most weekend. recent game, yeah. They left him in there when they were slaughtering so he could chase the record. He got nailed. I mean, rocked three times after really? the game was already in hand. And I'm like, what are their priorities here? Well, that's a great point. That, Yeah, I, you, I see that. Did you guys see that um, Ben's quarterback, my Ben, his college quarterback, beat uh, broke Burrow's record? Nice. For most, touchdowns, no. most touchdowns in a season. Are you serious? Hells yeah. Yeah. Joe had 60, and Bailey had 62. Eat a wiener, so Joe. Cool. And then also most yards in a record that was held for 18 years. He, he broke that, too. That Shit. guy that guy tweeted at him, and a bunch of people were tweeting at Joe Burrow, and he would not tweet back <laughs> at him. And then he went through for 525. I was like, oh, look at Joe's trying to say. But, you know, he was at LSU, so obviously that makes it more difficult. It, you know, speaking of the college game, it makes me wonder, have Alabama, Georgia, Cincinnati, Ugh. Michigan com- been completely in lockdown for like the last two weeks? Dude, I uh, wonder because... I have I'd, not heard... Oh, I've seen all kinds yeah. of stuff because I follow the Cotton Bowl on Instagram. They've been... They've, yeah. There's been like there was a brunch today. There, I mean, Well, it's kind of like UCLA going to SeaWorld right before. But mm-hmm. the tricky thing about the college football playoff, if anyone has COVID issues... The first game's forfeited. The other team moves on. Well, I wonder if with these four teams, are they even being tested? Uh, yeah, I unless would imagine maybe not. Unless you're like sick. Yeah. Unless you're really sick. Hold I on, bet you my, they're not uh, doing the testing. Okay, we need to talk about this, Foster. Little Butters is the cutest. No, Butters not a Foster. Butters a permanent. Oh, sorry. That's what I meant. Did you call Butter a Foster? How no, dare you? She's not. Butters not a Foster. So Butters is the sweet golden retriever that the Costas got, and she just loves love. We'll post a... Oh, if we can. Okay. And currently, she's sitting right on my lap like a sweet little puppy. She's the sweetest. You guys would die if you saw her, what she's been through. If you start petting her, she will not leave your side. No, she won't. Butters, go to daddy. She was not not treated very nicely before she came to live here. Butter. Dude, she's not leaving my knee. No, she won't. You go to daddy. Hey, that's all right. <laughs> You're petting me. I'm not going. She always there. does. Yeah, she will just let it come up to you. And oops, you can she use will, my. Uh, She's waited for love her whole life. That's pretty much what's going on. Mm-hmm. So when she gets someone's, yeah, all you have to do is pet her and say, "Oh, oh, my, my new best friend. <laughs> oh, and here's my other best friend." <laughs> um, yeah. So she comes in here when we're podcasting or when I'm working at this. Honestly, like, uh, that, the saying we don't deserve dogs is so true, true because you look at this dog who has been obviously not treated well. Right. And you know, I don't know if she was abused, but she definitely was neglected. Yeah. And she's the love she instead of being snarly or which, you know, I'm sure there yeah. are some cases of that with other dogs, but she all she wants is just just she love. Just me. wants love, that's it. That's it. And people, there's something I read once that said, "Oh, animals can't really feel love." I'm like, that's bullshit. Who says? That's I said. That's just Peter says that. No way that that's true. That's That's bullshit. No. Goldfish don't feel love. Dogs do. You don't know. Dogs do. Cats do. (laughs) You don't know how goldfish feel. Cats are Satan. No, no, they're not. Uh, You don't. Okay, some cats are really sweet. Most cats, especially if they're if they're given a lot of love as kittens and a lot of attention, they're hilarious. Some cats just want to see the world burn. No, that's not true. That's a... That's a no. That's a, there um, are some cats want to see... Stereotype. No, no, no. Yes, it My is. My aunt has a cat who has been shown love okay. her entire life since she was a little kitty. 
if you get close to that thing, it goes. I yeah. don't know any yeah. cat that does <laughs> that. I don't have a problem with cats. When I met my wife, there were two cats that were grandfathered into our relationship. <laughs> grandfathered. <laughs> and one of them pissed in my Raiders hat in the closet just to spite me. Oh, it knew what it was doing. Schroeder. Um, They're not dumb. No, and he was so sweet, and he would crawl up and literally tuck himself under Meg's chin every single night, and, and then go to look bed. at you and be pretty territory. much and stick his freaking cat asshole right in my face. <laughs> I just don't like the food they eat and how they shit. I'm sorry. Dog goes out on the grass, scoop it <laughs> you up. You still have to clean it up. I know, but it's in a litter the, box. The, uh, oh. <laughs> And, I mean, you know how you know this when females are when females when women are pregnant they can't be around cat litter. Yes. Okay. There's so, a reason. Yeah. So we still had a cat when she was pregnant with Topher, nine months straight of scooping that shit and cleaning <laughs> but it. But it's out. come a long way. It, it has. Like it's clumped now. It's like, but I remember when Topher. Was if you born, do it every day, it's not a problem. I think right after I said congratulations, I love you. It's like yeah, now you get to go back to cleaning up the cat litter. <laughs> Allegedly. And the baby's diaper. And the no, I did my share of that too. <laughs> and while you're at it, yeah. sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, kidding. You make mega sandwich, you jerk. I have to say this. Got me a beer, lady. And I I tweeted this out. The people who worked on getting Petco Park ready for the game. Oh. Incredible. I mean, if you saw drone footage, pictures, flyovers of what they did and how good it looked beautiful. Peco looked for the game. Two point one million dollars. Is that how much it costs to get mm-hmm. in? Okay. So who, who pays for that? The Holiday Bowl. No, I think it's a combination sponsor? between the city, the Holiday Bowl, and Petco Park to yeah. get everything ready to go. But it is a one-time cost, so like they won't have to pay that every year to switch Petco around. Oh, they won't. No, that was to like uh, remove some of the seating and add in some of the movable bleachers, you know. But there would oh. still be labor. Involved. Yeah, it's still labor, but it's not going to be 2.1 million every oh. year. And so that is like kind of the thank God because if you, could you imagine spending that much? You know, who I felt year? sorry for especially considering it was 4 hours before kick was like Cali Comfort Barbecue and oh, Hodaz yeah. and yeah. all these food vendors, not just like the concession company that brings it in, but our but our restaurants that have yeah. food that probably ordered on extra food for the extra yeah. they were going to sell to the masses. <sighs> right. And Shit. all that what did they do with it? I thought to myself, I hope they had North Car- was it NC State? I hope they had North Carolina State oh, yeah. players and fans and coaches and fed them all and screw UCLA. And they can you go would, back to LA. You yeah. would think like, okay, UCLA, here's the bill for everything that got That's fucked a- up. But I mean, with uh, the medical liability, the insurance, like I don't think UCLA is liable for anything. They're not. And, and NC State also doesn't get the payout. The 3.2 mil, yeah. Either. And you can imagine how much they relied on that and oh, they yeah. flew their whole program oh, out and here. all the fans that came out and bought hotel yeah, rooms bought yeah. from all over the country right it, it's such bullshit and I, I i ucla needs to be dragged harder than they're getting dragged uh, we did it pretty good you did, did steve a, oh steve fucking lit into him good and he, okay he wore his like bruins hat that day to work and he yeah. threw it on the ground and really he's like, he was well, like i am so disappointed in my school well, well they knew a couple of days before yeah. that they were having these major issues. See, and why didn't he just call it off at least the morning before? And then you get someone else in. You could Boom. have gotten somebody yeah. else in. Well, they did it at um, the Sun Bowl. Yes. Right, they, got, they brought in yeah. whoever to Rutgers. play. I think was that, was a different, that was a different bowl, but oh. Sun Bowl also bowl. had... Sun Bowl had right. somebody backed out the last minute, and then Boise State backed out of theirs. So they, But they've found replacements for some of these, and they maybe 
maybe could have. It's I, just terrible. It's on a, on a much, so disappointing. And on a much smaller scale, like just the logistics of actually doing a game broadcast. Yeah. Like it's not like you plan it the morning of or four hours before the game and no. just go out and do it. No, John Schaefer and Rich Ornberger were doing the call for that game. You're yeah. researching all week. Days, weeks. Yes. And it was beca- like, it's not like they watched every UCLA, North Carolina State game all season long. No, right. they had to go back and watch yeah, the film watch leading film up to the game. And, and do all your research on John players. was pissed. He was like, what the I fuck been did real- I just do for I the last been, three days? I, the TV I'm broadcasters, s- too. Same thing. So yeah. Think about those guys, too. One of them. Josh had, Lewin. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Uh, <laughs> I heard that a bunch of people were on the train when the news broke, coming down mm. from LA for the game. Oh my god! <laughs> they were on Amtrak. Did you, see, did you see some of the NC State people showing up at the gates? Yeah, and, and they, they hadn't know. been told. Right? Yeah. It's it's just bullshit. And again, I well, I, and the ticket giveaways and the 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 business sponsors, the suites, the, the everything the, that gets yeah the concert. Right? There was yeah. a concert. There was a parade that actually happened. Happened in the morning. Joe Musgrove <laughs> was the was the grand marshal. I, I, and I also Terrible. think, like, you know what else is sad about it for this city in particular is that when you look at some of the other places that have bowls, like Florida gets a lot of bowls and yeah. um, Texas gets a shit ton of bowls and we get, you know, one, one little bowl. I mean, yeah. I know they had the one in L.A. too or it's coming up. Or the, no, the Jimmy Kimmel bowl already yeah. happened. Okay, no so one went. <laughs> yeah, no one went. Empty. Oh, it was empty. Good. So you empty. have and Utah one... State lost, right? No, Utah State won. Oh, they did. Yeah, yeah, okay. they did. Sorry. I forgot about that. They is did that, win. Is, so was it named after the late night host Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah, mm-hmm. he sponsored it. He did. Mm-hmm. Well, someone sponsored it. He I had doubt them it came all out of his to pocket. a show that, yeah. that week. All the both I'm teams, so all the players got to go. Went. Dude, That's it so was SoFi was empty. Good. Good. I just, I just feel like with all of that. You know, uh, just so much involved with people losing so much because of it. And then our city, like the city yeah. probably, the fans were here. So the restaurants and stuff like that. The still tourism made their side money. was the good. T- the hotel, they were already booked in hotels. So right. that side of it didn't really But hurt. all the ticket refunds, all the, and yeah. a lot of the ticket proceeds end up going to charity. And just yes. a chance to show off what Petco Park became that's, on national television, that's huge too, and that's worth a lot. Our weather sucked that day. Yeah, but it's <laughs> it still gorgeous. Like I, the I camera angles here, over but... downtown San Diego is still, yeah. that's the reason you have the bowl game is to promote tourism. Yep, and so the the loss of that being featured around the country on ESPN was just brutal. Was terrible. So we had tickets in the, what would be the north end zone, behind the UCLA Underneath the Jumbotron? Yeah. So we were we had a group of like twenty that were going. We had this incredible tailgate planned. We had, I mean, uh, our friend Suzanne and our friend Suzanne and Jim. They had the back of the car packed up with this literally a bar to set up. Mm. We had food coming in. We had just everything, and I was sitting right here doing some work. And Meg came in and she said, you're not going to believe this. And I said, what's up? She goes, they canceled the game. And I went, what game? She goes, the Holiday Bowl. I said, what? And this was an hour and a half before we were supposed to get down there, like yeah. at 3 o'clock to tailgate I think stuff. it came out about 1 four, o'clock, It was right? four hours before kickoff. And which was 5, yeah, so it was like right. 1 o'clock. So I looked at her. I said, are you shitting me? She goes, no. Suzanne just called and said they canceled the game. That's kind of the other thing. You would think day of, you're probably safe. 
That's right. Th- Will Brinson's tweets were great. Oh, they were hilarious. Is he hammering the Bruins? Yeah. Good. Well, it's because if you know something's wrong. line room. If you know something's wrong day of, you knew something was wrong two days before. And And you shouldn't be parading around SeaWorld with your whole team. Like, look at us. We're in San Diego. The freaking athletic director at UCLA puts out a tweet that morning. Let's go get the dub, boys. Bullshit. You knew exactly what was happening. Chip Kelly even said the day before, the day before in his press conference, I'll play with 11 if I have to. So he knew that they were being decimated. He knew. I, I wonder if they were you. trying to hide it from the lawyers who were like, no, if there's any issue, like we can't be liable for them taking it back to their families. We can't be any... Or like heart issues, you know, there's all that myocarditis right. stuff with well, hearts. And, and he also doesn't want to see them get the shit kicked out of them as yeah, for recruiting purposes yeah. in a bowl. That's soft. But it I, is totally soft. I, I was... Um, I don't know. I, I it makes It does make you wonder about the... Two playoff games tomorrow, though. I we I would bet money you're probably going to see the one of them get forfeited. The Orange Bowl. I don't know if one will get forfeited, but I feel like well, I so I don't wait, think is there they're COVID testing stuff them. coming out of one of them. Well, there's if the way the numbers are, there's got to uh. be some. The way they're out and about in Texas and where's the Orange Bowl in Florida? Yeah. Uh. So so you've got those four teams and they've been there for a week right. and the Texas numbers are sky high. So you you have to figure. It's in the program, and they're probably just not. Ta- My guess is they're not testing them unless they're unless some kid is like sick. super sick. It's super yeah. sick. Don't test them. I agree. Yeah. So what happened with UCLA? Was there testing every day? Or, it must have been. Or yeah. Were kids actually sick? We I don't. Just, we probably will never know because they're college kids in HIPAA. But I yeah. But the word will come out. Yeah, Out of Saban's all the defensive like, linemen from Bruins, nobody got sick. Yeah, they were just scared to play North Carolina State because North Carolina State's a freaking good team. Yeah, and, I, and how about that coach? Pussies. Okay, how about that pissed. coach? What do you think? Oh, he was so pissed. What do you think's tied into his contract? Yeah. You win double-digit games, oh. you get a bonus. And he, this was for a 10th win. Yeah. You win a bowl game, you get a bonus. That's all out the window. He doesn't get those things No, now. he was fuming. And for He's, good reason. He was like, he was why so would you not tell us two days before... Just in case this happened. He said he felt deceived. Well, yeah, he was. And, and, and he was. He deceived everybody. UCLA's a bunch UCLA. of garbage. Yeah, I hope, I hope <laughs> they continue to get dragged. USC just picked up some fans, I have a feeling. <laughs> you know? I hope they did. Some people have flipped. I mean, as many people probably already flipped for Lincoln Riley joining, and yeah. I hope they just got some more. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, he'll, listen, he'll have all the L.A. talent over there, especially with the word that Chip may be thinking about going back to Oregon. Not anymore. They hired someone. Who did they hire? God, and how horrible did they look last night? Yeah, terrible. In their bowl game. <laughs> hey, horrific. It was kind of cool to see Bob Stoops coach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they got the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Cristobal goes back down to Miami where he was a star, and he's of Cuban descent, so it's going to be awesome for the U. But I, I, who did Oregon hire? I can't, even, I can't even think of who they hired. I think they hired someone. I could be wrong. Okay. I don't know if yeah. they did it yet or not. Brian McClendon. He's oh, a young guy. Oh, great. I do remember this. From okay. where? Was he a coordinator somewhere? Hmm. And and then the word came out that Ryan Day at Ohio State had reached out to, uh, God, the new head coach at Notre Dame. Um, oh, um, the, who was the defensive who coordinator? Was the defensive coordinator yeah. saying, "Please come to the Buckeyes and be my my D coordinator." Mm. Uh, he won't. And, he won't. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. And I think this was this was as Marcus Freeman is the Marcus, Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Oregon what, one. I I could be wrong no. on that. 
as word was trickling down that um, he was going to get the he was going to be named the the new head coach of of Notre Dame. Ben's OC went to Texas Tech. He's now going to be the OC at Texas Tech. So. The shuffle is crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. I and wonder w- if Brady Hoke is getting offers. I don't. I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Um, Lucas Johnson went into the portal. I wonder if that was one of. the... Remember, we talked to Brady, and he was like, "Yeah, I hate this day because of the COVID extra year of eligibility thing. Like, you have to have conversations with guys. Like, look, we know you have the extra year. We know you want to come back. Well, he we had, don't have room for wait, you. Wait, did did Lucas have another year? Yes, yeah, he here's why. So a lot of people didn't realize that he had a seventh year. <laughs> I, he's reason, been in college forever. No, the reason he has a seventh year is so he went to Georgia Tech. He redshirted one year. Then the next year he hurt either the next year or the next year like he the hurt medical his foot. gray so shirt. So he had right? a medical. So he got a medical red shirt. Right. He he applied. It, I think it is a gray, but he yeah. applied and got a red shirt. So he had, so he had his his freshman red shirt year, his medical red shirt year, two more years there, or three. Because well, three, last year three was, the years there, so right. he had five years there. Then he had a year at San Diego State. And so now he has his COVID the year. The COVID year. So he technically has one more year. So he transferred I thought he in. was grad transfer. He did, and be, he did grad transfer here. Oh, he, to here. Yes. Yeah, so so that's the only reason why he can transfer again. So if you're an under, if you have not graduated, yeah. and you transfer, you can't transfer again, right? Without okay. sitting out a year. Oh, he okay. can because he grad transferred here. Now he's grad transferring somewhere else because he has one year of eligibility. So I left. wonder if that was the conversation. Brady had to say, "Look, Will Haskell's the guy next year. We got a recruit coming in because they got someone, something big, yeah, big time, yeah, big kid. time." Well, and there's also word that the kid from Vatech is that Jalen Mabel, J- Braxton Burmeister, oh, yeah, or whatever yeah. his name is, Braxton wants. Burm- is it Braxton Burmeister? He, he was or, from here. Or, no, was he, he? Yeah, Braxton Burmeister went to La Jolla. Oh, then I'm thinking whoever the VTech VTech quarterback is, he's thinking about going to San Diego State or transferring to wow. San Diego State. So, but you're you're right. So Brady the, probably had the conversation, and those with are him terrible well, conversations. Uh, but. And the hard thing for Lucas too, and you know, I've known Lucas since he was six years old. The, the really hard thing for him is that at Georgia Tech, because he had that injury, then he kind of you know, was always second or third guy there. So he never really played. I mean, a few plays here and there, but he has no film out of Georgia Tech. Yeah. Came here, and you saw what they did with him at San Diego State, in and out, in and out, and then a Stellar. showcase game. Stellar for the, performance. Right, for the bowl game. I mean, he just balled out. He did so great. I was so happy for him. But that's really all he has to yeah. show. So, well, and then the the but, overtime comeback against San Jose State, where he was absolutely electric. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he had some real shiny he, moments. Yeah. So we'll see who picks him up. Um, probably it's I, probably going to be a similar school like San Diego State. I, I agree. I wonder Run if it'll. I wonder if it'll be somebody in their RPOs. conference. Oh, it could be. Well, Shit. San Jose State's Nick Starkle, he's gone. Right. So I wonder if it'll be or Hawaii, their quarterback left. So I wonder if it'll be somebody that just wants to bring him in for a year. And, and I, I hope the best or for UNLV. Him. And I hope he goes somewhere where he's going to be able to pass a ton. Yeah. And I like hope they get to showcase his talents. Me too. Because really, I mean, maybe next year's different with Will Haskell because he is known as this thrower and runner and everything. But he never had an opportunity to shine in San Diego State's no. offense. And it's through no fault of and, his own. And that's will be a selling point for him because he can say, right. look, I threw for 350 yards and three touchdowns. The one in the, game they let me uh, go. The one game they let me go in, in a run offense. So now let me come be in a throwing offense. The thing that Brady also has to think about, and I don't think he's worrying about it, but he's got to think about it too, is they're going into that. They're opening up that brand new stadium. Mm-hmm. You've you got to make a splash. Yeah, it's, I think it has to be Will. 
I mean, if all the comparisons are if true, he's, if he's ready, yeah, and I you mean, know the, Brady won't put him out there if he's not ready. Right. But is uh, Brookshire? Is he still here? I don't know about Jordan. I know. I believe he was a junior this year. That's what I thought. Yeah. God, it's so but tough. I, again because you you grow to love these guys. But when yeah. when you boil it down to business decisions, Brookshire is not is not going to be better than Haskell. No, sorry. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting. I'm just so freaking excited for that stadium to open. Well, and how about the fact that you got Caden McDonald's brother transferring in? Yeah, baby. Which is freaking great. Yeah. Hopefully he plays just like his brother. And then you get the big tight end out of Washington. Oh, yeah, what was his Who uh, is, you know, could could step in and, and fill Bellinger's right. shoes. That's the fun thing about, I mean, I know the transfer portal, coaches probably hate it, what's happening with it now that they opened Love it, it up last year. It. But there's some... It, it, you know, I'll just I, just from my experience with what happened at Western Kentucky, that's why they were able to do what they right. did this year. Ha, half the team was transfer yeah. portal people. Well, so. it's, it, it goes back to when Don Coriel and the late Don Coriel and those were all JC transfers, the late right? John Madden uh, were coaching at yeah. San Diego State University. It was all JC, right? And he knew I got to win now. And I need kids that have had a couple years. They of freaking out through the Chargers. The only, oh, totally. The only problem with it is if you're trying to build a program from the ground right. up. I mean, you're, you're really not doing no. that. You're just sort of putting a bandaid on every yep. year and saying, okay, for, the, for right. this year we're going to do this and we'll win, and then next year we got to do it all over. And so it yeah. becomes a little frenetic and that's kind of the beauty chaotic, of San Diego State, though, because they get the four year guys who end up being their leaders, and they supplement it with the yeah, Greg if you're Bells, just supplementing the, it, making it a you know not half your team which is what the basketball program has done for years at san diego state Mm -hmm. right but now both i mean football and in basketball are now both top freshmen coming in premier venues premier venues and they're they're, it's no longer we'll just get a bunch of jc guys and they're they're here for a couple years like who the hell is that no who is the the running back from san diego that they just signed uh sunny is it sunny uh, Lucky Sutton. Lucky. Oh, Lucky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The kid from Cathedral. Mm-hmm. Fucking massive. That's perfect. And he, you know, he oh, was they, getting, Did they get him? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. know they got him. He stayed. Good. A bunch of them are staying here. Well, finally. Uh, they got... Um, that's, they San got D- a, that's San Diego State doing its job. Then, right. Because Absolutely. they're the ones that... It's not the kids didn't want to stay here. It's that San Diego State always overlooked the San Diego kids. Yeah. Sorry. Well, what was cool fact. this year is Lucas Johnson, uh, Cam Thomas, Matt Ariza, and William Dunkel... We're all San Diego, San Diego kids. Yeah. San Diego kids. And There's we're so all much talent here. And the three of them, Dunkel, Thomas, and Ariza, were all all Americans. Yes. Yep. All San Diegans. No, it's 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 crazy. I mean it's but it's it's so it's not crazy. It's it's crazy that we're talking in terms now of hopefully uh there is a fence being built around San Diego, and the kids are going to. I think a lot of it has to do with the new stadium as well. Sure. Obviously, the the Mountain West Conference TV contracts, fucking joke. But the fact that you get to come and you get to be the first class in that brand new stadium. I still wish awesome. it was more on campus, just because I I hope the students go. That's all. I just hope that they go. Yeah. It, I mean, it's close. It's will. not like it's far away, I, but I, I, the show shows up. The show it's a football. They when they kind have their of. own venue, they will if they have their own section. Which I know that the Derek Rice and JD have made a point of putting yes. a show section there. Yeah. Okay. I think they should. I hope, I hope they do. And no. if you if you organize it with buses and stuff, and it's only a ten minute drive and not a two hour you drive, sure they're not well, going to go to Carson. But. D- jump on the trolley, right. right? That's. But I understand what you're saying, Allison, because if you look at any big time program, and I hate to 
lay it out in this way, but if you can sit there and party in your dorm or frat house You're right. and then stumble to the venue without having to get in a car, yep. that's when uh, people show up. But, you know, Michigan is not 100 and whatever, 5,000 students. Those are people driving in. Mm-hmm. So it's all about winning. It's all about a new venue. Mm-hmm. San Diego State has both. And people will they'll find their way in there. You're not you're not gonna be able to get a ticket next year. No. No. No Sorry. chance. I'm stealing your season tickets. Uh, sure. If I'm if I'm down the sidelines. <laughs> Is that your wedding present to him now that you're a groomsman? Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, that's right. Season tickets, baby. <laughs> your, your, oh god. Your wedding present gift just <laughs> Damn it. No, that's all right. I'll just take a bottle of whistle pig. We'll, we'll call went, it. There even. we go. It just went out uh it just went out the window. Uh hey, I have a message from our beautiful friend Grace at Blenders. What's uh, up, Grace? It's not a great message, but it's not a bad message either. So uh, due to COVID, due to crap, Blenders is no longer sponsoring our podcast. But it's not just our podcast. It's really any advertising. Okay. And she says thank you to the three of us. Says thank you to all our listeners who bought. Uh, Still go buy Blenders. Tell them Bam Slim sent you. Absolutely. They're going to be their friends for life. And their prices are still great regardless if you get our 16% discount. Totally. Uh, But the first thank you to Grace. Thank you to Blenders. Um, Let's go find another sponsor. Let's go do that. Hello, if you're out there. Hey, sunglasses companies, we're pretty good at that. We're really good at that. <laughs> right? We can move your merchandise like uh, like no like no other. What did you? How did you feel when you heard about the Madden news? No, Dude, I was heartbroken. I really too. was, and I feel like I'm a little unique for my generation, just because I've watched all the freaking old NFL films and ESPN classics, and I so I know a little bit about Madden as the commentator, as the coach, and as the game. Yeah. And he's a freaking superstar in all three. A really good man. I I grew up. My family was all Raider fans, and you know, my dad that that was who I, he was coaching when I was really little, really little. But I don't really remember that. But I remember I remember listening to him as a broadcaster and thinking, God, this is. I mean, I learned from him that I think he helped me fall in love with football when I was a kid. And it just he lived in Pleasanton for years up in the Bay Area, right around the corner from high school that my uh, nephews and niece went to. And they were we were all talking about it in our family group text. They were like, don't you remember how we would go there because he had the best candy bars because they were the full size. And he'd give us like, everybody like three, everybody on Foothill Road in Pleasanton, California. That's where he, the kids all knew. He was, literally was across the street from the high school, this huge house on the And corner. that's that's probably his true superpower is what you said about falling in love with football. Yeah. I bet you he's made more people fall in love with football than anybody in the oh history. Oh, my God. It's true. A friend of mine said that there are certain people that have done things for sports. Um, like, you know, his example was Lee Corso and Kirk Herbstreet for college football. Yeah. Um, you know, Tiger Woods for golf, Charles Barkley for basketball, maybe getting more people, younger people listening to the NBA. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's John Madden for football. Really He's is. probably done more for NFL than anybody else. How about you, Big Blue? It was uh, I, I, I was I was stunned. I knew that coach was not in good health. That's why seeing the Madden. Oh, yeah, on Christmas Day. On Christmas Day, and he, you know, he was sitting there in that chair watching the whole thing in his Red Baron Studios, where he does all of his stuff from. And you know, he's like, "Wow, yeah." He knew he was loved, but yeah. I don't think universally loved like he, uh, like he was. It's funny in the team picture that the Raiders took the week of Super Bowl Eleven uh, for the program. My Uncle Lou is sitting right behind 
John Madden. Mm. And I really hadn't, I mean, I knew it, but I really hadn't looked at it in a while. And I'm going to talk about it with Paul Rudy tomorrow on uh, KOSI. But he, um, when my uncle got, when Dick Nolan got fired from the 49ers in the early 70s, you know, he, I guess he went home and, and said, hey, you know, we, we all got blown out. I'm not sure what I'm going to do next. And shortly thereafter, the phone rings. Lou, it's John Madden. <laughs> Which come across the bay, be an assistant coach of the Raiders. Wow. Okay. Boom. Two Super Bowl rings later. <laughs> so one with that's Madden, incredible. One with Matt and one with Flores, and obviously that's why I'm the the Raider fan that I uh, I am today. It was um, the last time I talked to him was at the Don Coriel Memorial. I was just going to bring that up at VA Haas. I just watched that video this yeah. morning, and um, you know I had to. Re- he didn't know me from Adam, but you know, once I said, Hey, you know, Lou Herbert, and he's all, oh, you know, so nice, just so nice and so real and genuine. So real and genuine. Yeah. And that's God. what brings people in. Yep. Because yeah. John Madden was John Madden. There was no funny, yep. there was nothing phony um, about him. The thing that I always love, and if you look back through the history of the Raiders when he was named head coach, he never wore what the assistant coaches wore on the sidelines. <laughs> In fact, every assistant coach for Super Bowl eleven had a gray shirt on with a black collar and black pants. Or gray pants. No, they were black pants. There's John Madden in a navy blue short sleeve polo shirt <laughs> and royal blue like, like Sansa belt slacks and white tennis shoes. If you swear to God, you... <laughs> In the AFC Championship game that year against the Steelers, he he is wearing a short sleeve striped white dress shirt with brown stripes, a brown tie, and a brown pair of pants with like Adidas coaching so, shoes. What's the reason? I don't know. <laughs> I, and I was that was one. Of, God, in this book that I'm putting together for the Raiders, I I never got to interview John Madden. I have enough info on him, but I never got to interview him personally. I could have a bunch of other Raiders. And I always wanted to ask why he never dressed like anybody else on the team. And see, if you go back and look at Super Bowl Eleven, it's like there's nothing in the Raiders scheme that's navy blue or royal blue. That's and there's funny. John Madden with that on. It's the craziest thing. I uh, Sam Farmer told a funny story the other day on Twitter about him too that he used to love to go watch uh, Matt, John Madden used to love to go watch his little grandson practice Pop Warner football, but he didn't ever want to come in and make a stir and have people be like you know distracted that John Madden was there. So he was he would sit in his car um, on the curb by the park. And he would slap, put on his ball cat and slouch down on his seat and just watch. And one day he's doing that, and there's this tap, 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 tap on his window. It's a police officer. Sir, what are you doing? Oh, because like, the kids. Because the kids. <laughs> there's this old creeper. And he turned and looked at me. He's like, oh, I just want to watch my grandson practice. And then the officer realized who it was. It was like, <laughs> oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Carry on. <laughs> Carry on. So Madden had told that story to Sam Farmer, and I thought that was hilarious. He was probably like, Thank God this cop's looking out for the kids. Yeah, yeah you true, know, right? Type of thing. Yeah. How about the, I'm glad you brought up the Don Coriel thing because the in the opening line, do you remember Madden's opening line in that thing? He said, I'm sitting here next to Dan Fouts, Joe Gibbs, and myself, all three of us in the Hall of Fame. Oh. And Don Coriel is the one who, the reason we are all in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Something's missing here. 100%. It's it's bullshit he's not it's, in. It's horseshit. 
He'll get in, won't he, eventually? I mean, so why is this, it? I don't know why. Well, they're know. on the coaches circuit now, right, where they're nominating a coach every year. Do you know who the guy is this year? Is it Dick Vermeil? No, I think Dick Vermeil's in. No, wait. It might be Dick Vermeil. I think it is. But okay. it's like you would think Coriel has to be next. Corey, okay, you, you just talked about somebody who influenced football. Mm-hmm. Don Coriel and his offensive scheme. Invented the I formation. Yeah. Ask the the late great Bill Walsh. Yeah. Right. Where did he get his oh, and look Bill at the Walsh. Bill Walsh tree? Bill Walsh, Don Coriel. So I don't know. I, I don't know why it's taken him so long. And again, it's a, a massive suck because Don is past. And yeah. his name kind of gets forgotten it does when these conversations forgotten. come that's, up. That's why it was so great to see Coach Flores get in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why he could still enjoy it. Yeah. And he could still. Those Coors Light commercials were great. Oh. <laughs> it's, I agree. Like, it's important to do it while they're still alive. It just, yeah, yeah, I think that's the Dick Vermeil thing because he's in his 80s and he's alive. And yeah. so they were trying to get him in. But I don't right. know. I mean, just the stories I've now heard from Hartman about Don Coriel, I'm like, oh. Okay, hang on. Every football name I know seems like they were taught football by Don Coriel. Go research history. Who is who were on, who was on his staffs, and look where they become. One of the the best Don. You know, he had a really bad list, right? Speech impediment. So, I think Fouts may have told the story at the memorial, but I don't think I don't think he could use the f word. But <laughs> uh, Ernie Zampezi. Ken Zampisi, who's a friend of mine, who's quarterbacks coach right now with the Washington football team, his dad Ernie Zampisi, incredible offensive coordinator, offensive genius, was the right hand man to Don Coriel. So it's a this is in the air day, this is in the heyday of Eric Coriel. It's Fouts, it's Jefferson, it's Winslow, it's Chuck Muncie running the football. It's it's crazy. Uh, it's Charlie Joyner catching passes as well. So it's crunch time, and I. They need to. I I don't know what they're down. Probably there's like a less than a minute to go. Fouts calls timeout. Comes to the sideline and it's Fouts. It's already Zampezi. Somebody else and all the coaches are sitting there and talking. Blah, 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 blah. And I guess Coriel sticks his head in and goes, "Just get the fucking ball to JJ." <laughs> <laughs> and Fouts kind of looks around and goes, "All right, we got the play." <laughs> goes running back. You know, boom, throws the touchdown pass. Fouts ends up in the uh, in the Hall of Fame, but that's that's one of my favorite all time favorite Coriel stories. Mm. Hey, before we get out of here, um, there's really no baseball going on because of the lockout. But have you seen? Oh boy, the wedding, <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. The it, it it'll go down as the tackiest wedding of 2021. Yeah, this will Talk not be gauche. what my wedding Go- looks the, like. The, the word gauche is a word I don't use very often. I, I it's so I, gauche. I, it's in one of Taylor Swift's songs. Can I have I a like, definition of gauche? Eric Hosmer's Hos- <laughs> Yes, Eric Hosmer's jacket that he wore the other night. They're so who who's the bride to be? What's her what's her deal? Casey she, McDonald. Casey McDonald. She's a host on Fox. She's just like this man. Like Fox News or yes. like Fox News. Wow. And like Fox Travel, whatever. Um and they're getting married down at the Breakers in Palm Beach with this big swanky. But they're acting like they're royalty. Yeah, like they're I don't right. understand what this wedding is yeah. about. There's been like three rehearsal dinners. She's last night's picture. She's wearing a crown on her head, and he's wearing the most heinous blue jacket with these. Uh, someone said, "Are those fetuses on the jacket?" Because <laughs> <laughs> it looks like an umbilical cord. <laughs> it looks like an outline Jesus. of a fetus. It's so- 
so bad. That jacket, the whole outfit is so bad. And his hair, I'm like, what is he doing with his hair? It's so douchey. And her plastic surgeon, I don't know who it is, but dude, you got to make those in the same place. One shouldn't be Talking way about the tatas? higher. One shouldn't be two inches higher than the no, other well, one. I mean, Costa's boob job was fucked up. No, look at his. Good. <laughs> they're <laughs> cantaloupes and one's yeah. way higher than, I mean, they should at least look semi-real. They're yeah, like, she has to uh, always tilt her shoulders oh God. to make them level. It's just All right, here's, here's the question. If this was Tatis's wedding, everything was the same, same jacket, not maybe not the same boob job. But he doesn't have the personality. No, he's not He's not universally hated. Exactly, so we all hate Eric Hosmer. That's why uh, this is tacky. I also think it's a little... I I mean, he has the money to spend. Good for him. But, I I mean, why are they acting like they're royalty? The the, the throne throne was a little much. The throne, the picture they're enthroned. Can you do her laugh? (laughs) (laughs) Go to her her Instagram and look at her story. (laughs) (laughs) The camera came through and she goes, Hi. Oh my god! <laughs> I was okay, like, what so was that? this is what I saw on social media, and I think this is why a lot of people even hate him more now than they do in season, because a lot of them are saying this fuck hit ground balls left and right and got paid the amount of money he did, and now that money is going that to that this is going to this show tacky. Dog patch, trailer trash. I mean, if wedding. it was a beautiful, if it was, if this was just a beautiful thing, it would be one thing. But but it's it's pretty tacky. Yeah. I mean, it's it's so over the top that it's like, who do you guys think you are, really? Like, he's a San Diego Padre, and you're a broadcast. Like, you guys I'm the are Eric Hosma. Uh, yeah. Yes, it's very like their royalty, or uh, I don't know. No, what, I tweeted but. out, hey, listen, can you just. Stay down in Tallahassee forever. Or Duke and are. Duchess Hall. Also, there. there was a picture of them put out the other day where there's some like normal clothes, like you know, shopping or something. He just has on a t-shirt and shorts, but he has zero muscle. Oh, I mean, no. <laughs> his arms look like my youngest son's yeah. skinny no, arms. They're just twigs. I was like, what? Yeah, so here we go. Bot? 2022 New Year's resolution. Eric Cosmer doesn't get to play anymore on the God, bench. I, I, well, unfortunately, you can't do anything, but they. At least they his don't have contract to play is him. going down. No, they need to trade him. They need to get him out I of here. I don't know that it's possible. Shit. But they don't <laughs> have to mean, play him, though. No, they can put him on the bench. Okay, that's fine. I mean, it's sunk cost, but at this point... Well, what's right. the point if he's on the field or not? He's there, whether he's there or not. Might as well just have him sit on the bench, then. Like, People hate him. Because yeah, he was, at one point, he was a leader of the locker room. Like, no. We all remember that, well, right? But soon, then he wasn't. And then he became he, a little pouty bitch. Mm-hmm. And as soon as word got out... That he was being a bitch because his name was being mentioned in trade. And they said he wasn't speaking to anyone. No, he was just sitting in the corner of the clubhouse. So F him. Yeah, stay down there in in dog patch, wherever the hell you are. Before we get out, uh, you want to do a San Diego athlete of 2021? Oh, yeah. Mine came so quickly to mind. Mine was pretty easy, too. Allie, you got one? No, you guys go first. Say it on the count of three. I want to make sure. One, two, three. Matariza. Matariza. Yep. It was pretty easy. Okay, yeah, that's I, he true. broke every record in fucking punting history, NFL or college. He, right. I, what do you think? Does his number get retired? Oh, he, I he declared for the draft. I, I don't mm. think the Aztecs retire numbers. I don't either. But if you got a guy, I mean, well, shit, he was being tossed around in a Heisman conversation for a little bit. No, but he he'll be drafted pretty high. First too. Aztec ever to win an individual national award. 
For the Ray guy, yeah. When, when you think about like Marshall Falk and he'll uh, probably be what third or fourth. I mean, punters don't generally go so super early, but it's round? interesting with him. Fourth I round? guess some of his actual like next gen stats aren't that great. Like when NFL teams are looking at him, like I guess his get off speed, which mm-hmm. is like it, it can be taught, but yeah. it's also it's like you got to take into equation college defensive linemen, special teamers getting to the punter is like a fraction of a second slower than NFL people getting to the punter. He's also going to be kicking a different ball, and I I think he's not going to go as high as people think he's going to go. The the highest punter in the draft is usually mid-third, early Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's probably where he'll go. But, you know, it all depends on how he does in uh, pro day. Or if he even does it. I don't know if his stock will ever be higher than it is right now. Is he going to the senior bowl? Or I don't know. Whatever. I don't know if he's doing the senior bowl, but he's he better go to his pro day. I mean, you kind oh, of have to go will. to pro days. Yeah, and, and I know and teams will have him in. And it's a good point about a different ball. It's the very first thing Ben did when he got home was went and bought an NFL regulation size mm-hmm. ball. So the only one other person who came close and I couldn't do it because of it, there was no sustained success was uh, Slamarena, Daniel Camarena. Oh. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> just for that hitting was, the grand slam off of Max Scherzer or Joe, or Joe Musgrove. Joe, yeah, Mus- no oh, header. Joe, Joe yeah, would Joe be up would there be too in the running. Yeah. All right, listen, Bam Slam fam. Uh, we hope that you guys have a very safe and fun uh, New Year's Eve. We need a new sponsor. Yeah, and that uh, 2022 is the best ever yet for you and yours. And, and don't think that we're too know. expensive. No, yeah, we're not too expensive. <laughs> we're cheap. We oh yeah, so cheap. You could find us in the like outskirts of Las Vegas if you know what I mean. <laughs> Thank you for uh, for being with us for this edition of the Bam Slam Pod. And last but not least, you brave men and women of the United States Armed Forces, what you do, what you've done for us. Bam Slam family, we love you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.